Uh, thank you very much. Uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen of the media. Uh, thank you very much uh, for honoring us uh, by attending this press conference post our National Executive Committee to inform South Africa about uh, our discussions and uh, the decisions the National Executive Committee have actually taken of the ANC. <clears throat> the African National Congress National Executive Committee convened from the 14th to 16th of October 2023 to deliberate on the progress made in implementing the resolutions of the 55th National Conference. The 2019, the 2019 election manifesto and priorities outlined in the January 8th statement, which include initiatives aimed at improving the delivery of essential services such as electricity, water, sanitation, transport, and the fight against crime. <clears throat> the NEC reflected on our achievements in the past year and renewed our commitment to address challenges faced by our people, including high living costs and the payment of social grants. The National Executive Committee congratulated our national rugby team, the Springboks' victory against France in the Rugby World Cup 2023, and wished them well ahead of their semi-final match against England on Saturday. The NEC noted that the National Executive Committee was being convened on the occasion of the centenary birthday of the late Comrade Moses Mabida. Moses Mabida was born on the 14th of October 1923. He's not only remembered as a unionist who played a central role in the development of the South African Congress of trade unions, but he also was remembered as an iconic leader of both the ANC and the SACP. September 2023 also marked the centenary of the name change from the African Natives National Congress to the African National Congress. We also congratulate um, the cricket team, the Proteas, as they also continue to do us proud at uh, the World Cup and uh, by um, uh, the most important team in the, uh, in the past uh, uh, weekend. The NEC also received a political overview from the president covering issues such as the international situation, domestic balance of forces, manifesto review, elections and the census 2022 results. The tone set by the president informed deliberations aimed at consolidating our interventions to accelerate service delivery, resolve socioeconomic bottlenecks and grow our economy. This was followed by reports on target robust discussions and resolutions by the National Executive uh, Committee meeting. Affirming the irrevocable and irreversible organizational renewal of the ANC, the President welcomed the revitalization 
of all the leaks, including the youth oiled, well oiled Chief Albert Lutuli House, that is holding the center together and providing leadership to the rest of the organization under the stewardship of the Secretary General. The at the escalation of conflict between Palestine and Israel, resulting in the deaths of thousands of innocent civilians in both countries. The National Executive Committee reiterates the long-held position on the peaceful resolution of the conflict between Palestine and Israel by creating two states as a permanent solution premised on the 1967 borders. <clears throat> In its deliberations, the, national, the ANC further characterized the inhuman call by Israel for one million Palestinians to evacuate and desert their homes as deeply concerning. The affected Palestinians have no safe refugee, effectively becoming trapped and vulnerable, akin to mice in a corner ready for a slaughter. The NEC believes such a call is equivalent to an announcement of genocide, as it is very impractical, particularly noting that among the people to be moved out of these parts of Gaza are patients admitted to hospitals, children and the elderly. The ANC strongly condemns the genocidal crime that took place yesterday in the Gaza Strip, wherein a hospital was bombed. The ANC further calls on government and the international community to ensure organs like the International Criminal Court and the International Court of Justice act with the required speed to address these crimes against humanity. In this regard, the NEC adopted a comprehensive solidarity program with the people of Palestine to bring about their right to self-determination and push for a genuine resumption of peace talks towards a lasting and just solution. Among the elements of the solidarity program include an alliance-led Palestine Solidarity March on Friday, 20th October 2023 to the Israeli embassy in Tuan engage with and demand that the International Criminal Court investigate and respond to the cases of Israeli crimes against humanity, as decided at its December 2022 meetings. South Africa, in our capacity as a member of the United Nations Human Rights Council, must ensure that the matter serves before the Council. We call on the International Court of Justice to accelerate the issuing of its advisory opinion on the conduct of the Israeli state against the Palestinian people. We call for a meeting with the South African Board of Jewish Deputies to engage on the current situation and the position taken by the National Executive Committee of the ANC. We will work with other civil society, trade unions, faith-based, and solidarity organizations towards the formation of a global anti-apartheid movement against Israel. We support the efforts 
by the government, civil society, and ANC structures to mobilize humanitarian support for the people of Palestine. We call for a special meeting of the African Union Peace and Security Council on the situation in Palestine for an AU peace mission to Palestine. We call on the UN Secretary General and UN agencies to visit Palestine and report to the United Nations General Assembly on the humanitarian situation in Gaza. The ANC will release a briefing note that explains and educates our members and South African society on our position on the Israel-Palestinian situation and will engage with all sectors of society on our long-standing position. We call on the UN Secretary General to visit Palestine and report to the United Nations General Assembly. Human rights violations must be heard in the International Court of Justice. The ANC reasserts its stance on peaceful resolution of this conflict between Israel and Palestine, whilst expressing our solidarity with Palestine for their liberation from conditions that have been characterized similarly to our own historical experience of oppression under the apartheid regime. We condemn the violence against the innocent by Israel and Hamas on civilians. The ANC believes that only peace can resolve the conflict between Palestine and Israel. Still on the international front, the NEC reflected on the global economic outlook, particularly in the context of which it negatively impacts on the livelihood of the world's people in general and African countries in particular. Whilst the world has emerged from the harshest period of COVID-19 pandemic, its negative impact is compounded by the onset of natural disasters such as earthquakes in some regions, as well as the consequences of climate change. The NEC further reiterated that the Africa peace mission to Ukraine and Russia and the convening of the BRICS political parties plus and the BRICS summit have reaffirmed South Africa's global role as a champion of globally shared development underpinned by peace and a human world. The NEC undertook a comprehensive evaluation of its 2019 election manifesto exercise, which is ongoing and characterized by direct engagements with communities and sectors in society. The manifesto review exercise was launched by the ANC president on the 2nd of September 2023 in Dobsonville and was successfully rolled out in all provinces. The NEC noted with humility the massive turnout by our people in all our manifesto rallies. These are ongoing, with the target being 22,500 watts across the country. From the ANC's own research, the review confirms that significant strides have been made on numerous 2019 election manifesto targets amidst the 2019 COVID pandemic and other disasters such as KZN floods. The NEC undertook a robust assessment on the six administration implementation 
of the 2019 election manifesto amidst the unprecedented challenges posed by various factors such as COVID-19 pandemic, the July unrest mainly affecting KwaZulu-Natal and Gauteng, high fuel prices largely attributed to the geopolitical situation such as Russia-Ukraine conflict that has led to rising crude oil prices and as well as the KZN floods and other climate change related uh, challenges. A straightforward and irrefut irrefutable fact emerged from the 2022 census by Stats SA that life in South Africa is considerably better today than in 1994 or 2019. This is despite the challenges that we have faced as a country. Through interventions premised on the economic recovery plan, South Africa's economy continues to grow amidst a harsh global economic outlook, which resulted in over 2 million jobs lost due to the COVID-19 pandemic. These jobs have since been recovered. There are further projections that underscore the efforts of the current government administration. The prospects are high that in the next few years, the economic growth trajectory initially envisaged in the NBT vision, NDP Vision 2030 document of over 5% will be achieved. The NEC noted that whilst a lot is being done, contributing to the economic recovery, communicating these strides to the masses of our people is essential to dispel the propaganda suggesting that the ANC has done nothing, which flies against the scientific evidence entailed in the state's SA on the census 2022 report. The ANC calls on the urgent appointment of the Directory General at the GCIS. The NEC is deeply concerned by the ever-increasing living costs and calls on the state to be attentive and find sustainable and credible ways to ease the burden of high living costs to all our people. The NEC also observed that despite the prices of basic food decreasing globally, the South African market did not lower its prices to the prejudice of poor consumers. However, the NEC is encouraged and looks forward to the process earmarked by the Competition Commission, which will methodically dive into the root cause of this market behavior and possibly remedy the situation. On the critical aspect of load shedding, affecting households and businesses to the detriment of economic growth and development, the NEC acknowledged that the appointment of a dedicated Minister of Electricity was beginning to pay dividends. As a result, there is now a precise schedule to increase the energy availability of all power stations per unit on their installed capacity. The result is that low shedding is beginning to ease and the staggered admittance into the grid of generation units from Kusile power station will add over 3,000 megawatts of power to the grid. Regarding electricity distribution with municipalities, the NEC noted with grave concern the scourge of vandalism and theft of transformers in areas such as Soweto, 
and Sidibeng and many other areas in and around Gauteng, resulting in blackouts affecting thousands of households over several years. The introduction of the Electricity Amendment Bill will help further consolidate electricity distribution. The NEC received various interventions from ESCOM and the Gauteng Provincial Government to replace those transformers and re-energize township households and their businesses. Let me qualify this point. It's not ESCOM directly. It's through the Minister of Public Enterprises, which you reported that uh, false report, that um, his report was not acceptable. The ANC further called on ESCOM and Houghton Provincial Government to align their efforts at replacing the stolen and vandalized uh, transformers. A report which we welcomed that uh, per week, the Houghton government working with ESCOM, as it was reported in our meeting, they now have a capacity to replace more than 14 transformers as per areas affected in and around Houghton and in different areas in the country. The NEC also called on an accelerated approach to such transformer replacement whilst calling on the South African Police Service to formulate a program to secure all transformers and other infrastructure facilities at the risk of similar theft and vandalism. The NEC also received a report with regard to the state of SOEs and have scheduled a, an important discussion to a special meeting to be held before end of November that will focus on matters related to Integrity Commission as well as state of SOEs in relation to their revitalization and as well as uh, their restructuring and integration going forward. So there was never a discussion in detail form about uh, the restructuring of the state-owned assets, as it was reported in the media. The National Executive Committee received an extensive account on measures to address water and sanitation delivery across the country. We are encouraged by the positive developments of progress made in as far as water provision is concerned and can confirm that South Africa is not faced with any imminent crisis insofar as the provision of safe drinking water is concerned. We call on government to use available legal instruments to assist and intervene in municipalities where there are challenges of water and sanitation. The NEC, the NEC welcomed the program to move freight from roads to rail amidst challenges on Transnet Rail. The NEC further welcomed the progress on Operation Valazonke uh, to close all potholes. The program to transfer provincial roads to Sandran, which has proven efficient in refurbishing and maintaining roads, has equally been welcomed by the NEC. The NEC believes the introduction of technology nanotechnology on gravel roads will further improve the conditions of rural roads. The NEC welcomes the advances in rolling out trains in various corridors, which will tremendously help reduce the traveling costs of commuters. This includes the installation of safety and logistics measures, 
such as signaling systems. The NEC welcomed the report on the imminent deployment of over 8,000 security personnel to protect passenger rail infrastructure. The NEC further has welcomed the reconfiguration and stabilization of the Transnet board and believes this will help accelerate the rail challenges and the consequent challenges of a constrained transportation of bulky goods out of the country, particularly minerals, uh, resources such as coal. We as well welcome the appointment of the TNPA uh, board, uh, which will accelerate the corporatization program uh, in the ports uh, as implemented by the Department of Public Enterprises together with the Department of Transport. As you all know now that the TNPA will have its own board and then it has got its own CEO in terms of corporatization in order to open up uh, development and the delivery and the expansion of our ports uh, and harbor uh, areas uh, in the country so that South Africa can now reclaim uh, their number one status as the best of uh, the best in terms of um, uh, ports uh, in the African continent. The NEC noted that to ease the constraints at our ports, we need investment beyond the two cranes to accelerate delivery and loading of goods uh, and from uh, our ports. On efforts to fight crime and lawlessness, the NEC expressed concern about the ongoing phenomenon of illegal mining zamazamas and directed law enforcement agencies to deal decisively with the scourge. There is a massive program that is implemented by the Department of Safety, particularly the Minister of Police, working with others in the country, called Operation Chanel. You know that a lot of people have been arrested, but we have said that government must do everything in its power, including unleashing the army, uh, to deal and to do away with the Zamazamas once and for all. And uh, we said that uh, our government must work uh, in uh, collaboration in terms of all other departments, including mechanisms of intervention, of how we can preserve and make the mines that have closed down uh, to be accessible to small-scale business people in order for our people to also benefit out of that. Uh, the NEC expressed satisfaction with the bold steps being taken by the security cluster in tackling the phenomenon of Zamas, including uh, um, many other violent crimes in our country. Comprehensive social security is fundamental policy of the ANC. Lifting our people out of poverty is the basis on which the ANC is considered the people's movement, Umbuto Oesizu. In this regard, the NEC noted progress made by both Postbank and Sasa in resolving the technical glitches recently experienced in the disbursement of social grants to some of the deserving beneficiaries. Providing a safety net for the poor and vulnerable is a non-negotiable. Will municipalities and action plans for each of these municipalities was welcomed. Our deployees were urged to report further de developments 
on an ongoing basis. The effective functioning of state-owned enterprises is a cornerstone of a capable uh, developmental state in South Africa. Governance and leadership of SOEs is of concern to the ANC. In this regard, the National Executive Committee took stock of the current state of SOEs, particularly ESCOM and Transnet. The NEC has directed its deployees in government to stabilize SOEs as a matter of agency and to proactively undertake actions that inspire public confidence in the capacity of the state to manage and deliver on the mandate of public entities. Regarding fiscal management, the NEC has received a detailed account on the proposed cost containment measures by National Treasury. The NEC directed that an important balance between prudent fiscal management and fiscal discipline and delivering on public goods and services is very much important. Importantly, the NEC emphasized that what is being undertaken are cost containment measures and not austerity measures. And the president spoke uh, at the closing with regard to the, the, the report that we're running out of money and dispelled that. Equally, Treasury have done the same. The NEC commended efforts to strengthen security and tighten our borders through the Border Management Authority launch, which will help secure our borders against illegal immigrants. While South Africa is receptive to all immigrants, irrespective of country of origin, South Africa, like all other countries, cannot continue to, do, to disregard illegal immigrants, which is a big challenge that we're facing as a country. Uh, some illegal immigrants have been central to illicit mining, often constituting themselves into highly and dangerously armed gangs that terrorize our communities while stealing our mineral resources with impunity. The NEC received assurances from its deployees in the Peace and Stability Subcommittee that the state has constituted a multidisciplinary task force to combat this illegality. From the perspective of illegal immigration and illegal mining. What has become evident is that technology is crucial in easing the border processing of goods and migrants and combating any acts of illegality, such as the transit of illegal goods. The Department of Home Affairs must accelerate technology deployment on all border management uh, programs. The ANC remains committed to organizational renewal and will continue engaging all veterans, including former presidents of the ANC and the country. The ANC is committed to improving integrity management within its ranks. The work of the Integrity Commission is at the top of the agenda of the ANC. In this regard, the ANC will dedicate a special NEC to focus solely on the work of the Integrity Committee. In the next two weeks, a virtual meeting of this nature will be convened to focus mainly on the integrity issues as well as a briefing on the transformation and um, integration and restructuring of the state-owned uh, assets, including the interventions that have been reported in our NEC that have been made in terms of maintaining stability at Transnet and all other entities. 
you will know that uh, we've got a national conference resolution that in our restructuring, some of these entities must be aligned uh, to principal departments that have got to do with the work that they do. ESCOM must go to energy, and uh, Transnet, and if SAA was still uh, an entity of state solemnly, they must go to the Department of Transport. So SOEs and the de Department of Public Enterprises, in the long term, as the President said, will diminish and uh, in our restructuring plans uh, going forward. So the discussion about the SOEs and the discussion about the restructuring of the state going forward post the election is a top discussion on the agenda of the National Executive Committee of the ANC. During this process, the NEC was unanimous on the importance of maintaining discipline among our leaders, members, and structures. This discipline is crucial in instilling confidence in the ability for the ANC to lead society. The ANC-NEC dismissed with contempt the negative narrative peddled on matters of deployment, wherein a false dichotomy contrast is created between professionalism and ANC cadres. The ANC assumes a binary outlook on professionalism and cadership, simultaneously as concurrently relevant in its deployment considerations uh, of leaders in any strategic position. A standard policy applicable across the political spectrum here in South Africa and abroad. It is therefore disingenuous to suggest that by being cadres, such deployees fall short of appropriate uh, deployment. The deployment policy of the ANC and the cadre policy has been distorted, meaning that the ANC imposes on the state um, its own cadres. Our cadres, professionals, and so on, wherever they are deployed, they compete with everybody. So they don't get preferential treatment. So do not conflate the party and the state, meaning that the ANC runs the state. That will be tantamount to macro-management uh, of governance and the state, which is what we don't do. But what we are doing is that we encourage ANC cadres with requisite capabilities to compete uh, in the sphere of uh, strategic deployment within government. And it is not always the case that people who compete in these uh, strategic positions within government um, uh, are ANC people all the time. And it is not the case. As part of the renewal of the organization, the ANC has uh, set a thorough and stringent criteria for selection of candidates to parliament and legislatures. We are pleased to progress to date, wherein 67% of our branches have met the required threshold in nominating candidates. This progress is ongoing. This past Sunday and this weekend was our deadline for holding of uh, general meetings uh, to elect uh, public representatives um, for national assembly and provincial legislatures. The active engagement and participation of the ANC in the battle of ideas is critical. It, is not only, it, it, it not only underscores the party's commitment to a democratic and inclusive discourse, 
but also serves as a platform for shaping policies and strategies that are reflective of the needs and aspirations of our people. This participation contributes to a deeper connection with the masses, allowing the ANC to remain responsive to changing dynamics, challenges and opportunities in the ever-changing political climate. Ultimately, it is through the battle of ideas that the ANC can continue to drive meaningful change and contribute to the betterment of South Africa, informed by scientific research and evidence. The ANC aims to participate in the battle of ideas. The OR Tambo School of Leadership is a school the ANC that it has established. The ANC's ability to navigate challenges is fundamental in determining the organization's success in its renewal efforts. The OR Tambo School of Leadership plays a pivotal role in providing political knowledge and understanding to its members. We have um, um, uh, strengthened our political education efforts by appointing David Makura as the head of political education. The NEC have uh, endorsed Makura as the head of and the principal of the OR Tambo political school, a decision that the board led by Khalima Mutlante will be expected to implement. The January 8th statement will be delivered in Pumalanga in terms of the state of readiness for 2024 elections. Next year, January 8th, will be held and delivered in Pumalanga. Following that, the Maithome rally of the ANC will be scheduled to be held at KZN's Moses Mabida Stadium. And the Siangoma rally of the ANC will take place in Gauteng at FNP Stadium. In the dates that will be announced after the January 8th statement in Bombela, in Pumalanga, next year, January. We have also endorsed and appointed the RTT uh, in Ekuruleni with full REC powers. The REC, the RTT in Ekuruleni is led as a convener by Dr. Kakaza, um, and uh, the coordinator is Comrade Jongi Dabati as the coordinator of the RTT with full REC powers. The NEC reaffirmed its commitment to the continued unity of the alliance. Uh, the Revolutionary Alliance is the bedrock on which we can achieve a national democratic society. To this end, several alliance-led activities are underway, including the planned Alliance Summit, support for the SACP Red October campaign, and various activities. COSATU and SACO revival, wherein the ANC has played a pivotal role. As the ANC will continue to engage, organize labor, and the alliance on the steps that must be taken to move the country forward regarding economic growth, employment creation, and improving the working conditions of all workers. In this vein, the NEC has considered the need to reassess our stance on the municipality amendment bill, barring workers from contesting a political office. We are encouraged by the continued support the liberation movement has received, particularly from the working class organized formations of our country. In conclusion, the National Executive Meeting closed by discussing and reasserting our commitment 
to accelerated service delivery on electricity, ending load shedding, water provision, sanitation combating crime, and road infrastructure, reorienting all SOEs to be developmental and report uh, to be submitted to the NEC in this regard. We also emphasized uh, the efficient payment of social grants as the important thing that government must do. A service delivery unit at HQ will oversee the delivery, service delivery on the ground. All our meetings going forward, as it has been the case since our election into the National Executive Committee and the new NEC um, since from last year, of which by November this year, we will be one year in office. Our focus will focus not on, on November, December. Uh, this year will be one year in office. Uh, our focus uh, has been on a service delivery and changing the lives of the people for the better. And uh, our focus as a national executive committee in driving government to focus on this task is beginning to yield the results. Focus on the economy, focus on meeting the basic needs of our people, uh, which led to the reversal of load shedding. And of course, our time frames we spoke about was December, but we're encouraged even before we reach that December that there is positive uh, feedback we are getting, not just talk, but practically, uh, from what we see on daily basis. We are fighting load shedding, not for elections, uh, but for our economy and for the sake of our country. And that is what we have said. The ANC National Executive Meeting ended with a reminder that unity of purpose among our members and leaders is crucial in achieving good service delivery and in implementing the ANC SIP election program. A strong organization is key to achieving this. The ANC's membership system will move from barcodes to biometrics. During the NEC meeting, there was a comprehensive and transparent evaluation of the advancements made in executing the ANC's election manifesto and the resolutions established at the national conference. The NEC has committed to continue strengthening efforts in enhancing the delivery of services to our people as the term of the sixth government administration nears its conclusion and with the upcoming national general elections nearing closure. This reflects the party's dedication to ensuring that the promises made to the people are upheld and that governance remains effective throughout this democratic period of transition. The ANC mourns with heavy hearts comrades who have passed on since the last meeting of the National Executive Committee on the 7th to the 8th, July 2023. We honor these dedicated cadres who devoted themselves to the organization, even to their final breaths, their contributions, dedication and commitment to our cause will forever be remembered. We honor the memory of Auntie Sali um, Kiboni Upe Sinna Nombulelo Kiawa Tebuo Matazi Misere Mugo Dikaho Pule Temba Wilson Steamer Tabo Mabasa Faruk Mir Kali Hanekom 
mfanelo ndlela tembi moko mapungu mkize jig kholeni vuisi leskei amithonten zef maketla important mkize matsidiso sikhale paul lekhwape regina pilinomi julian bahula aziz pahat zolega mandela andrew ragavalo and lydia komapengwenya we extend our deepest and most sincere condolences to their families and loved ones as we share in their grief. We stand in solidarity with those who are mourning the loss of their loved ones, as we know that losing a loved one is never easy. We would also like to express our condolences to Comrade Violet Siwela on losing her husband. Comrade Violet Siwela is a member of our National Executive Committee. We remember Comrade Jesse Duarte, who would have celebrated the 70th birthday on September 19, 2023. This is the first time we have celebrated a birthday since her passing on July 17, 2022. We honor a memory and the invaluable contribution she gave relentlessly to the African National Congress. Thank you. very much SG for that. Um, I will now turn to you members of the media for your questions. And as always, I start to my left. So I would start to um, my two brothers over there. We'll start with you and then we we'll go to yourself. Please um, introduce the name of the media house you're representing. It wasn't clear. Please reiterate it. Turkish. All right. Thank you. Why there has been no information from South African government of the bombing of this hospital in Gaza and the pandemic? And secondly, about ICC, how they are ICC prosecuted considering. Over there, oh, citizen. I, have been <laughs> um, I just wanted to hear from you um, that there were very many news that the CDMC has um, brought forward in the chat. So if the Afghan president knows about uh, the news that you have provided, uh, some of your own CDMC, then he should be careful. I just want to hear from you why, why, why has it not been communicated in terms of news? very much. I will then, I don't see any hand to my left, so I will move uh, this way. Um, and I think I saw you first, uh, 
Thank you very much. Uh, Sidi, we'll take it to Lizetta over there. Take it to Sandy, well.
very much. Um, firstly, could I leave it at that? We'll have a second bite, but can we start with that question? Uh, thank you very much. <coughs> Starting first with the Turkish uh, media, the condemnation uh, of the bombing. In our statement, we are very clear that uh, we condemn the bombing of a hospital. And uh, we know that um, jihad uh, and Hamas have uh, distanced themselves from reports that uh, they were part of the bombing of the hospital. Uh, it is Israeli's account that uh, the hospital was bombed um, by, by jihad. Um, it doesn't seem like there is evidence to that extent. There's been a lot of contradictions. Uh, first, what we know is that um, in this uh, mass evacuation, that hospital was uh, targeted by Israeli Defense Force and gave an order that that hospital must be evacuated. And there were conflicting reports uh, later on, before the bombing, where there was a statement that uh, in the hospital uh, there are Hamas people who have uh, hidden themselves inside the hospital. And then uh, immediately after that, when we wake up late yesterday, it was followed by massive bombing. Um, and then uh, the account for that is that it was rockets fired by Hamas out of the hospital and uh, whether in the exchange of fire on to try to neutralize those rockets, then uh, you don't know whether an account of it means that uh, Israel uh, Defense Force then uh, attacked the hospital. But the fact we know is that uh, people were ordered to evacuate. And in this particular instance, um, we condemn the bombing, and uh, we think that uh, the world must descend through the United Nations uh, to Palestine and see humanitarian disaster that is going on there. And the actions of the Israeli uh, government led by Netanyahu, uh, which have led to the killing of innocent people. The ANC have condemned the killing of people uh, in Israel. Uh, we don't uh, and will never stand on the side of acts of terror and killing of innocent people. Our allies in Palestine is PLO and uh, the Palestinian people in general for their self-determination. We are in support uh, of the Palestinian people because in our view, which we have heard over time, they are oppressed people. They are subjected to apartheid and uh, we have been firm about it over the years. Even before Nelson Mandela uh, pronounced on it speaking right from Ramallah, the ANC cannot and will never be on the side of uh, uh, those who perpetrate 
violence and those who perpetrate apartheid and those who perpetrate the oppression of the Palestinian people. We are and we will be forever for the self-determination of the people of Palestine who deserve a state which we have said two states living side by side. And that is what we have worked for over the years. So we condemn the bombing. We join the communities of the world in condemning the bombing in Gaza, worst of all, the bombing of, an, of a hospital. Our statement is very clear what we are calling for. We are calling for the investigation of these acts of terror uh, by Israel. And at the same time, penalties must be imposed to anyone. There is a penalty imposed on the Russian president because of what is happening in Ukraine. We must stop this hypocrisy. Putin could not even come to our country because um, he was um, the International Criminal Court have imposed a sentence that he must be arrested. Uh, and that is what it is. What is happening in terms of Israel and Palestinian? A state declaring war and uh, killing innocent people. And that is what, um, as the ANC, we are opposed uh, to. On Hamas and uh, Israel uh, government, and in particular Hamas, going to ICC and not Israel. That is the hypocrisy that the world needs to stand up to. We need a rules-based system, where in which through the United Nations, uh, we have got to uh, lead from the front and uh, uh, ensure that uh, the hypocrisy that we have seen um, uh, in the world unfolding in the conflicts that we have seen over the years must be thwarted off and be dealt with uh, decisively. And uh, that is why we call for the Secretary General to visit Palestine and uh, to show this solidarity and the extent of humanitarian and human right violations we are seeing there, uh, it is something else. And uh, we as South Africa, and in particular the ANC, we are in solidarity with the people uh, of Palestine. We condemn uh, the genocidal actions that have been undertaken by a state of Israel against the innocent Palestinian people. Daylight for the world to see and declare genocide. People must not have water. Uh, people must move, evacuated, evacuating one million people at a go. What is that? That is genocide, and uh, in our view, and that is what we stand against. Uh, we're not going to comment about people joining political parties because we fought for the freedom of everyone to express themselves. We are not involved. Uh, in whoever chose to join whatever political party, because we will now have to account uh, whoever was a judge before joined the political party, whoever was a prosecutor joined the political party. We can't. We are not uh, a party of hypocrites. We fought for democracy. And uh, we pride ourselves under the ANC government that uh, this state that we lead and this government is the most democratic government you can ever see in the world. Most democratic government, yeah. 
So whoever joined the political parties within their rights, it's in politics, will meet them as opposition. Uh, we as the ruling party, the African National Congress. So we're not going to, uh, we are not worried uh, by that. Uh, ministers uh, uh, have been called and will be called from time to time to account on the pending platforms. We have dealt in this NEC with a, a, a challenge of water in, and sanitation. We got a comprehensive report about the work our government is doing. We're no longer theorizing. It's like asking a person uh, for a ride in a bus and you ask when you enter into a bus, where are you going, when it is written, it's going to run from day. It's all clear to us what are the issues that our people need and ANC need to accelerate. We've provided basic services for years and sanitation. As the population grows, these challenges also increase. New settlements emerges. And uh, we might have defeated bucket system, but it's back with us in certain areas because there are new settlements. So as the needs and the society increases according to census, the demand side also increases in terms of social needs of our people. So the ANC has prioritized that. So we call ministers, we call the minister of uh, water and sanitation to give us progress. Is there a crisis of water? We are encouraged by the reports there is no crisis. There have been glitches and interruptions in the rollout of water uh, in the different communities. And it has affected a number of communities uh, in Johannesburg here as well. So, but all of those issues are being attended to. Uh, that include as well uh, uh, sanitation. We have uh, also received uh, reports in relation to um, uh, matters that are related to SOEs, and I've given a report already on that uh, with regard to Pravin, uh, Minister Pravin Gordon. Pravin Gordon, as a minister of the ANC, is not feared. No other minister is feared by the ANC. That is why we call ministers, they give account. Uh, we don't change ministers as and when it has to happen. We are focused now on delivery. We are left with a couple of months. This government, in terms of its time and all of that, will be over. Uh, we have raised our issues in relation to stability in terms of SOEs. We've got full commitment from our ministers and from the president that these matters are attended to, they will be resolved. In the next meeting of the NWC, there will be progress. We're no longer playing where people repeat themselves, give long philosophical account uh, about the state of affairs. We want progress. If you say to us, like Cindy will do, trains are moving, we are recovering the lines, vandalism we are fighting, we are bringing security. That's the report people want, that trains in Mabupan are working. Trains in KwaZulu uh, Natal are coming up. Uh, 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 vandalized facilities in terms of train stations have been fixed. That's the report we want. And I saw that uh, there was a report by one journalist that said that uh, I apologized. I didn't apologize to anyone in the NEC. 
And uh, you are correct about the fact that I was addressing a matter which could have given an impression that we were pitting ministers against each other in how we presented the matter. Uh, comrades understood, because we shouldn't do that. But we are very hard. We are hard on delivery, and it's non-negotiable. Um, running government and replacing people will account to nothing if you understand how government works. Budgets have passed. Ministers and their DGs must ensure that they get to be implemented. The next financial year will be in April, probably in the middle of the campaign. So if you change somebody now, it's like really changing socks for nothing. You know, uh, uh, the, the people who are implementing the programs of the state, it is the machinery that is there now, ensuring through parliament and everything else that the things that the ANC have committed that it will do, it really does meet those things. As we call ministers, which is something that is not done, we have started doing it now. We are asking them reports about how far are you Cindy with trains? She's doing a marvelous job. It is clear Rasbataz was there. You know, she's doing a fantastic job. You yourself can account to that. Cindy, the Minister of Transport, doing a fantastic job. Trains are coming back. Programs are being implemented with the provinces in terms of addressing the challenges of portholes and all of that. That is happening. It's not propaganda. That's what is happening. Operation Valazonga is in full swing. Uh, it's happening uh, throughout the country. It's been implemented. Uh, when we call Senzo, he gave us not philosophy. Now, you know Mzimvubu Dam in the Eastern Cape. That project was stalled for many years. It's now back on track, money allocated. Mzimvubu uh, Dam is back on track. And that is the work that has actually been done. We speak to our minister of police. We say we want action with regard to Zamazamas. Uh, that, uh, that action must be felt in our communities. Even if it means we must bring soldiers and all of that, these Zamazamas must be dealt with. We encourage Operation Chanel is in full swing. It's not true that uh, police are doing nothing about uh, the scourge of heist. Uh, police have been in direct danger and confrontation with these criminals who are doing cash heists and so on. And police have emerged and stamped the authority. And that is the sort of authority we are seeing. But fighting crime cannot be the task of the police alone. We have said to our structures, as we talk to our communities, they too must come to the party and work alongside the police. Uh, but through our own efforts of uh, mass mobilization, street committees, uh, and all of that, and some of the communities are doing uh, a good job in relation to that. Uh, ministers are being evaluated. Ministers will be evaluated. Ministers after the list has been finalized, as the ANC win government, when we come back, there will be proper analysis of the performance of people. At the present moment, we are not only putting pressure, we are holding our government accountable in terms of delivery. And that's what we're doing. 
You look at our agenda, zilch, squabble. We fight about delivery. We fight among ourselves fiercely, robustly about delivery. We tell ministers where to get off. So there was no apology. It's a question of much have been raised and giving an impression that uh, how I wish these people who give you reports in the dark, uh, you can sometimes come to me because I keep the records, you know. Uh, they give you reports and all of that about us, but I can tell you from Saturday, jam-packed, all our meetings, you can check them. Our meetings, since we came into office, there's been change, even if I have to say it. It has been about service delivery. That's what we've been fighting about. Even if I can have to quarrel with the president as the SG at Lutuli House, I will, around service delivery. That president, yeah, we are not moving, yeah, we are moving, and all of that. And the center must hold in government. We're not macromanaging government. Our agenda has changed. It's about service delivery. We call ministers, no philosophy. 30 municipalities, Tembi, you have identified them. These are the interventions we said you will undertake in these municipalities. Give us the report. How far are you? You don't want to deploy who is where and all of that. How far are you? That is the report we want. And then Linizulu, social grants. What happened? Glitches. Explain. Post bank. No. ANC, the issue is resolved. Monty Gumugubele tells us that the matter is resolved. About 500,000 people uh, did not get their, they were affected by these glitches. And he tells us as the NEC that matter is resolved. We said, you say it's resolved. He said, yes, it's resolved. And then we gave you these ministers. As they come to the NEC, we asked them to brief the media. Not propaganda, because when you deal with service delivery, you can't afford to lie. Because if you say trends are running, the people of Naledi are going to say you're lying. You are just sitting there the whole weekend convincing yourself and making you feel good among yourselves. These things are not happening on the ground. As the ANC, as we go around with uh, the report back, I address the people. I say 350, they say, yay, that thing is no longer coming. And then I ask the ministers, what's happening? They explain like they have explained this past weekend to us, 350, what is happening, it is still being rolled out, but there were double people who were receiving this thing. You are receiving a grant on the other side, and then uh, on the other side, the terms and conditions of this 350 is that it must go to somebody who doesn't have anything. But if you start having 2,000 every month in your account, then the 350 stops. Because 350 is meant for people who don't have. So once you start having 600 every month, they look at your account, then they stop it. So we then understand the dynamics of how these things happen on the ground. Uh, as and when we visit communities, we talk to communities, we engage with communities, we then get what are the defects in terms of service delivery and so on. So. Um, you have delivered the roads, but that road you delivered is gone. And then uh, you've got to check on that against the work that has been done on the ground. So ministers have been held accountable. There's nobody who does as they wish. We want the answers. 
You are asking questions to the ANC. We must provide answers. If there is chaos at Transnet, who must account? The minister is the minister of public enterprise. And public enterprise in the long term, uh, in terms of what the president said, was that is going to diminish. But it must be taken holistically. Remember when the president presented, because we, we often attend these press conferences and we forget quickly. The president, when he restructured his cabinet, he said that uh, some of the arrangements we've got are temporary. Over time, especially when people were raising the issue about Spunkla, he said this thing is going to change. We are going probably to have one big state company. Those things must be discussed and approved by the ANC. The ANC in its conference have given have pronounced on this issue. It's not like we'll be discussing this restructuring of state assets without resolution. We've got our resolutions. They are there. And we explain that sputless matter is temporary. And the, the long term where we are going is to ally. But at the same time, it's probably time that public enterprise, we no longer need it any longer. And therefore, uh, we are in that period. President explained that uh, when he, he spoke about Sputla and when he delivered uh, his cabinet in terms of uh, uh, the ministers who came in. Uh, TD, um, uh, with regard to um, uh, powers of ministers and so on, Sputla's powers is. Uh, something on the table of the president and he's dealing with that matter all the time uh, because he's dealing with load shedding. So as the need arises, the president will discuss those issues with them. And uh, it was expressed in the NEC, the issue of Sputla and ESCOM and all of that. Those views did arise, but the president did respond from the side of government that we are considering that and we are moving in that regard. So we have been comforted as the ANC that matters have been handled at that level. Of course, we emphasize with speed. But with speed for us means doing away with load shedding. Decisively, but scientifically not touch and go. That has happened. We have dealt with load shedding and then when other people come, then they realize that no, it's not been dealt with. If Brian and Coco dealt with load shedding, why did we go back? Uh, because they should have dealt with it once and for all. We shouldn't go back. If Sputla and the team at ESCOM with Praveen as ministers are working to do away with ESCOM, I mean with, um, not with ESCOM, do away with load shedding, uh, we need to deal with that. We can't relate to people's experiences. We don't fear anyone. I don't want to use that word, fear what one. Um, you know, if you've got an experience with a minister, I myself, I was a minister. I've had my own experiences with different boards. Probably they don't like me. Others used to leak and lie to you about me, especially around Prasa issues. And my pressure at Prasa was to make things happen. And that's why you had to see me there. And I used to tell them when I was minister that I won't even come here, you won't even see my jacket. The problem I come here is because this place is a broken place. 
and we've got to get things going. And I'm happy that Cindy, because he was my deputy, we went together and all of that. That work now is coming because there is people there who are doing their job. Uh, so I think uh, that, that is the work that uh, we're doing there. Um, Pauline uh, from Lizeka, um, the point I need to deal with, uh, perceptions. There are no perceptions of Pauline. I mean, we have explained that um, uh, we ourselves observe what people say about us as the ANC. Uh, over time, we observe what people say about us, uh, that uh, our numbers are going down, and then we are polling at 30 or 40%. We observe that. We have been in that situation for the longest of time, since we came into power. At some point, when I said uh, to Kutato that uh, I expected people to be polling us at 30% because there's a lot of negativity around us, they blew it out of proportion and lied and said that I'm saying the ANC will be 30% next year. It's exactly what I was addressing. I'm repeating it again. When people don't have electricity and then uh, they've been in the dark for the longest of time, who are they blaming for that? They blame the ruling party. We bear the brand more than just a guy in the street who promises you as an opposition that I'll take all your school kids to school for free when I come into power. We bear the brand of the reality of what is happening here. I know of communities, they are still waiting for me in Egurulene Zongizizu. I went there, they said, load shedding, what is that, Mbalut? Tina, we've been in the dark here for three years. I've been to Orange Farm. I've been to Soweto. Those people said, ah, even this World Cup, Tina, and all of that. Tina, we don't have access to electricity. But let me break it down. You've got transformers, they are installed. And then you've got the Isnyok. Then they, they draw electricity from that and into the transformer, they blow it up. And then you bear the brand of that. If that transformer is blown away, the people of that community for not accessing electricity, they are not going to blame Znyonga When you go to them and ask for vote, they're going to say, hey, Tinasas is voted and we've been in the dark. That's the brand you bear as a ruling party. We know that. And everything will be blamed on us. And those things must be fixed. It means ESCOM must develop innovative ways of protecting these transformers. Uh, if we were to take the police to guard installations of transformers in the country where police officers are this number and society has grown in terms of numbers from the census point of view, I mean, this police will be taking them from a strategic task and putting them to guard transformers. Transformers must be guarded by patrols, by communities themselves. But communities are collaborating with criminals to get illegal electrification, particularly those who live in communities in the backyard. You arrive here, you come from the farms, you get a place to stay in Jobek, you stay in the backyard, and then you are connected through electricity, illegally. Who bears the brand of that is the government. We accept that. 
transformers will be installed and we see that new mechanisms must be found uh, to deal with, uh, uh, with matters. Uh, we, are, we do have uh, unconditional support uh, for Palestine and we've got reasons for that. And we don't apologize to anybody. Whether they can like us or not, but we'll be on the side of justice. You can't oppress people and then think we'll be on your side. We too were oppressed here in this country. We were oppressed. United States under Reagan and the United Kingdom, Britain under Margaret Thatcher, they were on the side of our oppressors. The majority of people in the United States, citizens, were with us in the anti-apartheid movement. Here in South Africa, nobody is going to ask the ANC to abandon the Palestinian people and the Sahrawi people. It's not a favor to anybody. It's about us. We are a liberation movement. We know where we come from. We got liberated simply because of others were with us in order for us to be free. We've got a democracy today that is flourishing. We've got everything in this country because somebody somewhere had to stand at the United Nations and say no to apartheid. Apartheid is an evil. What is happening against the Palestinian people is evil. And the ANC will be in the trenches and will be on the side of the Palestinian people. All what we seek between the two uh, the other one is a state, the other one is stateless. There's no state there. There's no army there. There is a semblance of an army, there is semblance of police. There is no state there. People are dying every day. And we are saying that let's have a two-state solution, living side by side in peace. That's what we want. And uh, the ANC will then stand in support of the Palestinian people. We condemn the killing of Israeli citizens, innocent, in their thousands. We condemn. We have said it. The reason why TD, the world, and others is because of the political and ideological alignment in the world. They want us to say things that Joe Biden said unprovoked, unequivocally. And all American presidents passed, including Barack Obama, they support the state of Israel. I don't want to say why, but they do support the state of Israel. The program to do away and endeavors to bring about peace ended at Camp David with Bill Clinton. All of them, they have not been America, for every solution, for every problem, is arms. Joe Biden, there is a problem in Ukraine, will give you arms. There is a problem in Ukraine, will give you arms to arm yourself. Joe Biden, that is his answer to everything, the American government. There is a problem, there is a challenge in the Middle East, and all of that, we will give you arms. That's what happens. Where does the notion of peace comes in from a state and a superpower like America? Where does the notion of peace comes in? Yes, uh, the Israeli government, Netanyahu, reacts the way he does uh, and so on. 
and uh, uh, they are now have bombarded a hospital in the in the what do we do? Our answer can be we'll continue to arm the other group. We must at some point try to negotiate the path of peace in terms of what is happening there. Even here in South Africa, we never thought we'll sit around with uh, apartheid uh, people. We went and we sat down with them at the ultimate and we had a negotiated peace settlement. The ANC sent us to Gaza. I was there, Neblus, West Bank, in Ramallah. I slept there. I was in Jericho. When we were negotiating peace between the Israelis and the Palestinians, building bridges of dialogue, sharing our own experiences, that you give, you take. You don't, you don't go to a, a negotiated settlement with everything if you want a negotiated settlement. When President uh, Yasser Arafat died, we were there talking peace among the Palestinians and the Israelis. And that is what uh, we have been doing. And when developments politically from both sides came in, Likud on the other side and the others, Hamas on the other side, the moment of peace then stalled. Guns opened up. You can never achieve anything with guns. The innocent are victimized. And they die. And the world must pause and never abandon the cause of the Palestinian people. We ourselves thought we will get to Pretoria with guns and topple the apartheid regime. We didn't. We fought very hard. We did have guns. But at some point, we got a negotiated political settlement. And uh, that's what we got here in South Africa. And others are criticizing it. They say it was sellout and all of that. But this country could have gone to civil war. It's not. Through a vote, we are getting out of the shackles of uh, some of the elements of a negotiated settlement that were to compromise. But South Africa is a stable democracy today. It is a stable democracy. Um, I don't know why you are interested in deployment of people uh, David Masondo. It's an alignment. Masondo is capable. David is capable. It's an alignment because the OR Tambo Political School is a project of the ANC. Makura is full-time. Masondo was never full-time. Uh, I know you will refer to the seminar that he organized, which seminar was a matter that we handled with him, but eventually it went ahead. Uh, uh, who's the fellow who was uh, running the seminar from Zimbabwe? Ibo Mandaza, he makes all sorts of allegations. I don't want to respond to that because he doesn't understand what he's talking about. I've got respect for him as an intellectual and so on. Uh, ANC will never suppress anyone. We did not want that to continue and it becomes his pulpit alone. South Africa, we can't give a platform uh, to dissidents. Uh, to criticize other countries and all of that. They've got a right here in this country. But if you want an honest dialogue, you must have a dialogue of minds. If you are a Democrat, he must come there and tell us that we are wrong about Zimbabwe, not to give us a lecture. He must tell us. I'm prepared to have a seminar with him 
these things he say about President Mbeki and myself and all of that, he must then call, and, oh, Artambo must have that kind of a school. It must not be a propaganda tool for one group here in South Africa that doesn't like Mnangwangwa as a president and ZANU-PF. And then they come here, use the platform. The ANC is a democratic organization. We, we, we are enthused by the fact that we ourselves have accepted dissent even within our ranks. So don't come here and use our platform and one-way traffic will listen to you, one lecture. Bring everybody, let's debate, including the Secretary General of the NC. Mbalula, come and tell the world why you say this on behalf of the NC in terms of Zimbabwe. Are we? So uh, we clarified that issue, but Masondo didn't want to listen. He went ahead with it. He had that. I think they, they, they satisfied themselves for what they wanted to achieve, to bash at people. They didn't want a debate. They wanted to bash. So they got their platform. But Makura is a political commissar of the ANC. He's the man responsible for ideological thinking in the movement. That's what Makura is about. So Makura is the principal meaning it's responsible for political education and the political school. So that's why we have Makura. So that's why we say uh, Makura as political head must be linked to the term of office of the, of the National Executive Committee. It must be linked so that the new executive, whenever it comes, it appoints its new board and its new commissar. So it, it is not just running like that. David, brilliance, politically, uh, advanced, uh, he will continue to play a role there. But running the school is Makura's job now. That's what uh, uh, we are saying. Um, Gordon's removal, no, we don't just uh, remove people. Uh, we, we deal with um, we deal with issues and uh, ministers are held to account. I've given uh, extensive, I know Lisa Edgar writes at length about this. And, uh, and they give him wrong reports and so on. And they say, I clarify myself every weekend. Uh, I don't clarify myself, by the way. I explain, because I was distorted in KZN, whether I acknowledge President Zuma and President Mbeki, and I said President Mbeki is an elder. When he expresses his views, we must accept them, even if we don't like them. That's what I said. Don't jump to the point where every time an older person speaks to you, you think that is all negative. Even if he says things that impact negatively on our organization, we need to listen to that. And uh, I tried to be sociological about it and said that when you grow older, you become younger, meaning you've got a license. When I was youth, I was militant. I said things that when I'm old, I can't say. When I grow older, I learn fear. Before I say everything I think, when I was younger, I didn't care. I could say things that people will rumble and do what and say, this young man is mad. Older people, when they go older, they become young. They've got the license to say anything because they've got nothing to fear from us. We don't owe them. They don't want to be deployed. They don't want to be presidents. So they say things without prejudice. Bah! In public. That's what they do. When President Beggy say things, even where I'm seated, I think, hey, or President Zuma or Mutante, that thing does not need me all the time to release a statement to contradict 
an old man who has given his life and who has given his time and who's giving counsel and advice. That counsel can come in many ways. I may say to them, hey, can't we talk aside? But remember, they've got all the time, they look at us, and then uh, they can say things. Society respect them. These are elders of our country. These are elders. Mandela is gone. We are remaining with President Zuma, with uh, Mutante, with uh, uh, Mbeki, and all others. Katina in the ANC were blessed. We've got many. Some have not even led government. So there are many. So from time to time, they don't speak to the press. We've got the Veterans League, Kuputsnuki. Who am I to muzzle Snooki to tell him speaking or 12 fingers dictating or four? <laughs> I, I, I can't do that. Uh, he can speak anytime he wants. He can convince me I don't need the diary. That's exactly what I was saying when I was talking about. So somebody somewhere who's overzealous, who's trying a political party between himself and his wife, wanted to be relevant. So I won't mention him by name. Then I responded to that and said that, hey, uh, because he said I'm saying older people are senile. We have honor and all of that. I didn't say that. We must respect their views because ANC members have got the tendency that instead of engaging with the view, they attack the person. When President Mbeki raised an issue with the ANC or in public, engage with the issue, not who he is and his past. He will be reminded of HIV and AIDS and all of that and so on. Let's get to the issues. When Zuma speaks as a former president, they will tell him about the era of the state capture. Let's deal with the content. When he speaks, especially in our platforms, let's deal with the content, not rush to say, I, he doesn't have brains, he doesn't have this and that. As the SG of the ANC, that is what I am conveying to our membership and to society, to respect the elders. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, uh, I had to clarify it because I was being distorted as the mouthpiece of the ANC. So I had to clarify that. And uh, even Praveen, uh, because uh, Praveen didn't feel good, you know, when I said move or be moved. So I didn't say move from cabinet. I was saying move faster or you'll be moved, like we'll push you. You see? Yeah, yeah. No, let me explain to you. No, let me explain to you. What we're doing now, what we're doing now, no, wait, what we're doing now, including convening ministers, we're pushing them to deliver on their responsibility. And that's what, uh, that's what we're doing. If they don't move on the things that they've committed themselves that they are doing in government and the ANC is looking at them, then the ANC must answer the question. Why should we keep this person here? Because he's not moving. We were in a meeting last week, he said no. This barometer of gauging service delivery is not a once-off event. I explained to them in the in the NEC meeting. And they approved, the NEC approved. It's not a once more event. You are going to be judged on the basis of your work, not that uh, of any other thing. In the last meeting, comrade, you told us the following. 
where are we now in relation to that? So that when we speak, on behalf of the ANC, we get criticized. We can give answers. That's what we mean. It's not about saying that the people will be moved or somebody's feared. There's nobody's feared. All what we are emphasizing, and which is what the president has spoken about, is that there must be decorum. I didn't want comrades to leave the NEC meeting with the belief that Malula is favoring me against that one. Things are clearer of where we are heading, but it's not an attack and comparison uh, to them. So uh, that is the point, and, 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 and that uh, we were dealing with at the level of the... Uh, lastly, coalition framework remains. The NEC have mandated us, uh, which I convened this coalition, in the next two weeks, we'll convene this coalitions uh, to look at our participation in these coalitions. And the NEC was very clear, we must also look at uh, the, 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 the collaboration we've got with some of the political parties. I won't mention them by name. Uh, we need to look into that. And that's what we'll do. Um, uh, uh, in the next two weeks when we sit, but in the context of our collision. So when we get to the special virtual meeting, one of the issues we are expected to give report on will be on this question of collisions, will be on the Integrity Commission. Integrity Commission, there are new reports that they've processed. We're processing the terms of reference, and then at the same time, Integrity Commission, uh, we're giving all the 91 reports they've given us uh, we're giving an account, we'll give them an account what happened to those reports. If they've not been attended to, we will refer them back to this new NEC to finalize. So that's the special meeting we're going to, to convene. So we don't want touch and go on integrity matters. We want a detailed, clearer understanding of what is going to happen. But after that, we are going to, even before the special meeting, to convene a meeting of all provinces. It will also be virtual with integrity commission so that they can give a report on how they want to work as integrity, without us, uh, so that we deal with matters and comrades understand what is integrity. And then uh, integrity also must be supported by clearer terms of reference of how it works. So it's less than a year and we've covered so much ground. And we're still going faster. I mean, comrades were complaining in this NEC. They say the agenda is heavy. But let me tell you, in that heavy agenda, we presented everything. And more than 80 people, all of them spoke by Monday. We started on Saturday. And in between that, we celebrated the Springboks. And you can imagine in the celebration of the Springboks. It goes up until late. And then you have to wake up in the morning. So uh, we did all. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, SG. Um, I am certain that none of us have follow-up questions. That uh, iteration and reiteration was quite extensive, but I still see some a forest of hands. So shall I turn to my colleague, and I'm going to ask that we keep it short, but uh, you have uh, respected us by being here. So please go ahead, and then uh, immediately after you, your colleague at the back.
Thank you, Sabrina. very much. I take it that those are the last two hands. I will then turn to those two. Yeah, as puzzle shops, there was a reflection on that. Obviously, Minister of uh, Small Medium Enterprises did not feature in the agenda uh, of this meeting, together with uh, uh, Minister of Labor. Uh, they are going to feature, because uh, as the ANC, we want to take a massive campaign. Uh, on doing away with uh, illegal immigrants in our townships, uh, running spaza shops. We are going to join communities, not uh, in the form of Tudula illegally, but uh, we can't allow that. Obviously, the illegal, unregulated foods is not even uh, negotiated. It's illegal, it's criminal. People must be arrested. That's where the authority of the state comes in. And if communities are exposing that, the ANC must be at the helm of joining the communities in those struggles. We must join our people in those struggles. It's got nothing to do with xenophobia. Yes, there are other people who've got such tendencies, but there are not many in our country. We've got hatred for foreigners for one reason or the other. Just natural hatred. Just like somebody who was insulting us from Israel, saying we are subhumans. You know the person who called us subhumans was provoked. An Israeli uh, leader, a rabbi or something, called us South Africans and the ANC as subhumans, hedgehogs. The person who called us that is 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 provoked. He said we are not complete human beings. We are half human. Sub, we are something else. They call us that. And then what will they call the Palestinians? They call the Palestinians subhumans. They call us subhumans for supporting self-determination of a people. That is that. Is that. So we, we need to close these puzzle shops. If the state is not leading in legislation. When there is legislation on these matters, I spoke to Stelanda Wade. She told me, that if we don't act, people will take law unto their hands. They will. They will close them by force, the spaza shops in the townships. When I go to my township where I grew up, and I go to the big rallies, I talk about spazas. Spaza shops are even in the deep rural, in the Eastern Cape. In Lipopo, you get there, the shop is written, Kwano Amel, and then comes another guy outside uh, from Pakistan, uh, and all of that. And he doesn't have papers. It's, 
you know what has also happened with these puzzle shops is that our people, because these people when they come, they come with cheaper prices and all of that. Our own people have uh, rented these puzzle shops to the Pakistanis. That's what has happened in our country. The sad story. Some of the people who are recipients of RTP houses, they've rented those houses to the Nigerians. I was Minister of Police deep in Hope RTP houses are rented to foreigners, illegal foreigners. So we need uh, to deal with that. So the sponsor shop issue did not get um, a detailed account on it in terms of this meeting, but uh, labor and uh, small businesses have got to respond to this question of sponsor shops in our country. There is law uh, that regulates the, the sponsor shops in our townships. Zintle, when you are a minister of uh, Derko, you speak to everyone. The fact that you catch that uh, and then want to make it a big issue, you are a diplomat. You speak to everyone. I was never a diplomat. I was a president of the International Socialist Youth. I was a member of Socialist International led by Antonio Guterres, the Secretary General of UN. We went with a delegation from Norway. We met with the Palestinians and the Israelis in Jericho. And on the side of the Palestinians, there was chief negotiator, and we talked also to the Israelis. But that was not a meeting for the public, and we were there to share our own experience of South Africa, how to get to a negotiated political settlement there in the Middle East. This Aziz Pahad, we bid farewell, he did a lot of this work. Even in Iraq, when we got into Iraq, talking to Saddam Hussein and all of that, this is what we do on a daily basis. When President Mbeki was president, we went to Iraq. We talked to Saddam Hussein, Tariq Aziz and all of them. Aziz Pahad was there working with Nkosazana and them, they spoke to these people and said, allow the multilateral approach. And then they said, no, their tombstones will be erected here in Iraq. And then the Americans made up a story and said they are weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. When they lied, South Africa was there. Now Lady Pandu did nothing wrong. She's doing a job. If we want to send things now, to Gaza, who are you going to talk to? You must talk to Hamas. And then she's been insulted left and right. She did so. There's nothing wrong she's doing. She's doing a job. That's what diplomats do, ministers do. I've just given you an example. As we sleep under the lights, it becomes dark day and night. There are people who are pursuing peaceful means. And they don't call press conferences. And they meet with even difficult people. In my life, even in Côte d'Ivoire, we met in the camps of the rebels, talk to people there with guns. You talk to them. Special envoys and everything are there for that. Shuttle diplomacy left and right. You don't just talk to a press conference. Our minister, hands off. Hands off our minister, Nalil Pando. She's got the right to talk to anybody. 
Anybody. She's got a right to do a job. As long as she does not compromise the policy, foreign policy of this country. She's not. She's advancing peace. She's advancing peace. And that's what she's doing. She can talk to the Israelis as well. Government to government. Uh, but we, we are a political party. What the ANC says sometimes is extreme to government. You must understand. Somebody talked about uh, trade relations. Government manages government to government and trade relations. We are a political party. We've got the features of a political party and a liberation movement. We feel deep about an injustice meted against other people because that's what we stand for. Naledi Pando doesn't have to repeat what I say. She can be a diplomat. I'm not a diplomat. I'm an activist. I'm a leader of a liberation movement, the African National Congress. That fight against imperialism and the oppression of people everywhere in the world, that's what we stand for. We as the ANC, the African National Congress. So sometimes our government tend to be judged by what its party does and do. We are marching on Friday in Pretoria. We are picketing there at the Israeli embassy. We are. And then we invite everybody, peace-loving, in the world. It doesn't matter the political party you belong to. Come, let's march together. Let's express this pain. Let's express this solidarity with the people of Palestine. Let's go, let us be in the streets. Let us call for everything, of which we as the ANC were very clear, that uh, there's something must be done about the situation uh, in that country. So we are very clear about that. Uh, lastly, coalitions. Let me, let me close by saying coalitions, um, we are not reconsidering coalitions. Have we, given, we must give the media our document that Makura presented. Matlengi, just, just give them the document. Yeah, just give them the document. Maybe he was giving them snippets. Yeah, you will get it. Now I'm unbanning it. I'm, in, I'm unbanning. <laughs> no, I can't give you everything. You want to strip me naked now. Yeah, no, we'll give you our coalition perspective, you understand it. Matlengi will give you that document. We are, the NEC have reaffirmed that perspective on coalitions. And then uh, what the NEC have said is that, given the inputs in the NEC, go as the coalition task team, look at our participation in these coalitions, and then they did mention about some political parties and all of that. We will look into that, and then uh, we will then present um, to the NWC and the officials and to the special NEC on this matter with regard uh, to the coalition. So there is no decision that uh, we must uh, get out of coalitions uh, and so on. There is no such a decision. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I did want, uh, with your permission as chief, just to underscore details of the march to the Israeli embassy on Friday, commencing at 10 o'clock. 
we will issue a detailed leader advisory with all of the details, but it is happening in partnership with a number of um, allied organizations, faith-based communities, strong members of the Muslim community. And that is just the only detail I wanted to advance here by way of an announcement. But there will be a detailed media advisory in that regard, and the one that uh, the SG has spoken about. With that said, this brings us to the end of this presser. Thank you very much.